If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM, let's create. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Welcome to Good Calls with Dean Blandino, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, what's up, Dean Blandino? Welcome to another episode of Good Calls. Again, doing the Zoom thing. Travis is in his backyard. I got to see your backyard. I've been to your place, but I've never seen your backyard. Your backyard looks nice. Yeah, you're welcome to come over anytime uh, once you know you no. feel comfortable. And I feel and comfortable. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm good with that. Come on okay, over. You're fine? All right, yeah. good. Yeah. I'm coming over. And Joe with the background, that's Hermosa Pier. Uh, I miss the Hermosa Pier. Joe, what's up? I'm dreaming of better days. Let's let's get back there. Quit soon. Let's do this. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be back there soon. Let's get into let's get into some stuff that's going around, obviously around the country with the NFL. Um, practice facilities are starting to open for small groups. What what what's going on there, Travis? With just opening some of these facilities. Uh, and then I know we've got a couple of things. Troy Vincent, senior vice president or executive vice president of football operations, talking about the NFL planning to play in front of full st- full stadiums until medical community tells us otherwise. That just feels like a stretch right now. Seems like a stretch, but as of uh, what we're going through right now, you got some teams: Cowboys, Falcons, Texans, Cardinals, Chiefs, and Colts all opening up their facilities. Um, not for players yet. For for. Uh, team personnel um they're opening up uh, getting things back going as normal um players who are going through rehab can be in the facilities right now um but we're not going to see any players at the facility starting to work out we're a long ways away from that still but i think things opening up is a, a step in the right direction not full stadiums yet that's for sure yeah that full stadiums just seems like it just seems like a stretch you see some of the sports that are Starting up, and obviously football is still a couple of months away, but it's getting closer. But the sports that are happening, it's, uh, you know, you're not seeing full stadiums, obviously. You're seeing social distancing and guidelines in place and and, and no crowds and, and things like that. So I think what um, I think maybe what's behind that, though, is just, you know, an optimistic you know, point of view. Like, 
you know, we have to prepare as if there are going to be full stadiums. Is, yeah, absolutely. Is that, how, is that what he meant by you think? I mean, I, and I appreciate the optimism. And, and again, the medical community, it's going to come down to public health and safety. It's, it's going to, and I think you just, right. It, there, we're going to err on the side of caution. We've been doing that throughout this whole, this whole deal. And, uh, you know, we're still, it was interesting, you know, going to place over the weekend. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but being in Arizona over the weekend, it, it's feels like a different world in Arizona right now than compared to California going into a, going into a, 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 like a mini mart at a gas station and you wouldn't have thought anything was different prior to, you know, it was like pre Corona environment. I mean, they have like the the plexiglass up, but other than that, it's pretty normal, pretty dang normal over there. No, there was no plexiglass. Yeah. At the AMP there was plexiglass. No, when I, when I went into that, I went into the mini mart at the gas station there was no oh, plexiglass. That's right. The you guy went to the other one. Yeah, right there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the guy other behind one the down counter. The yeah. People in front of me, like it was not, it was, it was as if Corona had not happened. And it's an interesting dynamic there because you're right on the border of Arizona and California. So you cross yeah, one yeah. street and you're, everyone's wearing masks there and you go to the other side of the street and every, it's just free for all. It's pretty wild. It's definitely different. And obviously each state is, is, has its own guidelines. And, and I think, you know, here in California, then I get back to California and I, you know, I go to Rite Aid and I got my mask on and, and I'm in there and, and practicing the whole social distancing thing. And uh, so, again, still a ways away, but I just I can't envision week one, you know, September, that Thursday night, there being a packed house. I, I just I don't I don't envision that happening, but I, I do think we're going to play and I do think we'll have. We'll have football on time, um, at least NFL football. Colleges are going to be, like I said, a bigger challenge with getting because you got to get kids back on campus, you got to get them reacclimated, and then and then you have to, uh, you know, then you have to get them get them going. Uh, they call it a acclimatization, I guess is the is the term. Reclimatization is the term that uh, they're using. So, you know, they're um, really they're really utilizing this um, pandemic to really create some really big words, and I appreciate that. Oh, this, there's a whole vocabulary. There is, we have created, like I, now I don't think, and and I think we're always going to see part of this. You're seeing, I mean, I watched an Amazon commercial and the guy, they were talking, the the Amazon delivery guy and, and, you know, kudos to those people, not just essential workers and everybody else, delivery people, garbage people, everybody, sanitation workers, but the whole commercial is just him with a mask and, and, and it's just, you know, you stop at McDonald's and uh, or you go to a drive through and they've got masks and gloves. And, and it is it is definitely created a different and different environment um, with what's going on. Well, part of me, even like, you know, years down the road, if they're still wearing masks and gloves at restaurants, like that's fine. They're handling food. It's probably safer and better anyways. I, yeah, I don't have a problem. If 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 the new normal is I got to put on a mask when I go to the grocery store. OK. I'm fine. Like I can, I can deal with that. That's not a big deal. I, I don't think if you told me I had to wear a mask in a restaurant and sit down and have a meal with friends or family and wear a mask and then, and they, you know, chew my food, whatever, I, I won't go to restaurants. I'm just, it's, it's not, I'm not going to go to a bar wearing a mask. Um, if I'm going to go to a bar or a place, you know, to, to wear a mask, I'm going to go rob the place. Like it's not, I don't, <laughs> 
you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm not going to a restaurant with a mask. So if you told me I can't go without a mask, I'm just not going to go. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be an ass. And like these people that you see in these viral videos where they've never been told no before in their life. And they can't imagine somebody telling them not to sit in that booth because of social distancing, deal with it, abide by the guidelines. But if the guideline is wear a mask in a restaurant, I'm not going. Yeah, I'm probably not going to go. I'm all for takeout. At this point with a toddler, I don't want to go anywhere near a restaurant. Like, that little girl throwing food everywhere. It's just uncomfortable. What about well, you have imagine getting a table for 10 people, you know, yeah, you and your right. wife and your, ten, and your eight kids. Like, I, I don't know <laughs> we how. We both jumped know. on that. So we, we were <laughs> Where just, do you go? Who got in first? That We were fighting exactly. for that one. <laughs> so yeah, Troy Vincent spoke to Peter King. A couple of interesting quotes Couple of uh, on a couple of fronts. Travis, what was that all about? Yeah, the first one um, during a conference call where he talked to Peter King, uh, he said the Rooney Rule changes um, sounded like he said the facts are broken. We have a, you know, the facts are we have a broken system. Um, He says, do I take it personally? Yes, I do. It's my responsibility as a professional athlete, as a man of color, as someone who bleeds the National Football League, bleeds football. It's part of our responsibility to continue what we believe is right for our game. I'm one of the team members in this relay race. So he's, he's clearly, clearly upset about it. And, and you know, Troy, you worked with him really closely. Yeah. I've known Troy for a long time and, and, uh, you know, consider him a good friend. And this is, I know he, he, he really cares about this. You look at his, you know, having played in the league, you know, was, was the head of the NFLPA at one point and then an executive with the league first in player engagement and, and now with football operations and, uh, and this is, and being African-American, this is a big deal for him and for him to say the system is broken. Obviously, no one has been closer to it than him. And, and you have to look at the numbers and look at, look at the minority coaching hires or front office hires in, in, in the history of the NFL. And you don't, you know, you have, it's, it is broken. And so what is the solution? I, I, don't, I don't know what the solution is. That's why they're trying different things and trying to have conversations, draft compensation. You know, that was something they talked about. If you hire a minority head coach and do, you know, you move up draft picks, that becomes a competitive thing. It also, that got a lot of backlash, you know, you know, African-American coaches and, and former coaches, Marvin Lewis came out uh, and said that that was, you know, that that wasn't something that, that he would have been in favor of. So it is broken. What, what are the solutions, you know, more minority owners, but that's not how many people have the money in their bank account to buy an NFL well, team. I mean, we had A-Rod and J-Lo. They, they tried to buy the Mets recently, and that, that fell through because they didn't have the money. Yeah, I, so th- this is it's an exclusive group right. of people that can afford NFL franchises. And NFL franchises continue to – there isn't – and I don't think there's an NFL franchise um, that is is valued less than a billion dollars. If there is, it's just under a billion dollars. Right. And when you talk about the franchises like the Cowboys that are what five billion something it, it, ridiculous, and so so again, very exclusive group. Um, it is a, a it's it's not a uh, there are not a lot of minority owners across all of sports. And, and so what you know, how do you fix that? Um, people talk about litigation, you know, does, do do you, do you have to sue? Um, this is, you know, that is the courts, right? That's the great equalizer in this country at times. And it's not, it's just not an easy topic. I I don't know what the answer is. I think it's just more networking. It's more, you know, continuing the conversation 
and uh, and just trying to get you know trying to get opportunities for for minority coaches and if it's fellowships, if it's internships, if it's things like that that can help them get to a point. Uh, because right now, when you look at the head coaches in the NFL, the majority, I think it's 70 percent, um, have come from the offensive side of the ball. So you've, you've either been a quarterback's coach or you've been an offensive coordinator. Um, so that and when you look at those positions currently now in the league, there's very few people of color in those positions. And, and so that's a problem. Right. So we're not doing anything to create a sustainable pipeline. Um, if those positions are continued to be filled by white coaches and, uh, and again, I think that's where I think that's where Troy's coming from. My question: Those meetings are all private, and and why do you believe that those discussions were made public, and and why is this information out there? Like, wh- who does this benefit? Oh well, that 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 gets leaked. That that gets leaked. It, it's someone you know, and it it's just when when that when that type of stuff gets leaked, it's somebody wants to put pressure on on the membership, on the ownership, and and so that somebody internally that is leaking that information the nfl has you know you create relationships with people in the media people you trust and uh and sometimes it's a benefit that there can be a benefit to leaking information if you have people that you trust in the media so so that stuff gets leaked there's stuff that gets leaked out of that office all the time and uh it's just it's just part of doing business right what else but then kind of switching gears again troy talked to peter king about PI review. That was, there were some really interesting comments there. Yeah. We talked about last week, how, you know, it's not coming back. It's a one and done type rule. You said it all along. You said, this is going to be a, the Duke rule as you called it. Um, as in basketball players going one and done. Nice, nice analogy. Thank you for explaining yep. it. Travis. Well, that was yours though. I wanted to, I know, but it. I appreciate you explaining it at this point. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, so so he talked about the PI rule and he said, we failed. I'm first in line. I shared that with league officials. I failed as the leader of that department. I failed. So a lot of fails. Huh? So look, yeah. the bottom line is hashtag fail. Is are we allowed to say that? hashtag fail? The, and we said this. I'm sure you could go back before the season and we talked about it. Right. What what was the problem? The problem was creating a rule for one play and pushing it through at the league meeting when, when the coaches at the league meeting prior to the 2019 season, the coaches were 32-0 for a sky judge concept, right? The competition committee meets, the coaches meet on Monday, um, you know, or actually they meet on Sunday night. They decide 32-0, they're for a sky judge concept. Then Monday, the competition committee gets together and they end up with a PI proposal. And, and so now we're, we're, now we're playing catch up and we're trying to figure out all the unintended consequences of, of creating that rule. And we got to see it play out in prime time every week and the ups and downs and the changing standards. And it was just never applied consistently. And it's a subjective call. And so you start with something that's subjective that's going to be hard to be consistent. And then you're all over the place during the, during the season. Yeah, of course it was a failure. And, uh, and this, this isn't, you know, I don't want this to be an, I told you so, but the bottom line is we've always the competition committee. That's why you crawl before you run, you know, to change. It took years before the NFL implemented a two point try. It took years before the NFL moved the tribe from the two to the 15 for the kick. You know, it doesn't happen you know, overnight. And, and that rule happened 
you know, there was a lot of impetus and a lot of push leading up to that league meeting, but it happened overnight. Yeah, why and, do you uh, think they didn't do any kind of trials with it like they do with everything else in the preseason? Here's, here's the deal, okay? And this will be a perfect segue to the next thing we're going to talk about. They went into that league meeting from a PR perspective saying, we have to do something. We have to win the press conference in March. And when you're trying to win a press conference in March, that's not the best strategy to success in September, October, November, December, and January. Okay. They're trying to win. And that's what I worry a little bit about. We talk about the rules changes coming up, right? Your favorite rule proposal, right? The onside alternative now is starting to get some life. It's starting to get back into the news, right? You, you keep texting. You're like, oh, the onside alternative it's is back. back. It's <laughs> back. Here it is. You know, it's so, right? Why is it back? Okay, let's think about what's happening in the NFL right now, okay? You've got PI review dies a brutal and ugly death after one year, okay? You've got minority coaching system, hiring system that is broken. So you need a positive. You need something. You need a win. You need something to say, hey, look, we're being innovative. We're, we're going in and we're going to make this exciting. The onside kick is becoming increasingly hard to execute. Um, we need another opportunity for teams to come back, create exciting finishes. And so, again, we're trying to get a win. It's no longer March because of Corona. Now we're trying to get a win in May. And I just, again, I worry about the, the unintended consequences of, of this is a proposal that Philadelphia put forth. And, I've, and, I've, and I've, I know that coaching staff well. I know the people involved in this proposal. And I've worked with them and I've seen the language and I've looked at the language and I've, gave, I've given them recommendations. But the bottom line is now when you start to think about, okay, fourth and 15 from the 25, right? Then, okay, what happens with the clock? What happens if there's a foul? Does the offense get to replay that down and try it again? Or is it a one and done? What happens if there was a penalty on the, on the touchdown that, that the team wants to take on the kickoff? Does now fourth and 15 from the 25, does that penalty move you up or move you back? Does that right. make it a fourth and longer? Right. Think about this. Think I about, thought about that. Right. You know, it's all of these things. Does the clock run? Because on a kickoff, the clock doesn't run until the ball is legally touched. So on this play, are you going to run the clock? And then if they get a first down, keep the clock running? Well, think about at the end of the game. If I've got three seconds, okay, I've, I, just, I just scored the go-ahead touchdown with three seconds on the, on the clock. Now I take my onside alternative. Rather than risk the kickoff, I take my onside alternative. I get the snap. I roll out to my right, and I throw the ball as high as I can out of bounds and run the three seconds off the clock. So now it creates, you create that opportunity. There, there's so many things that go into this that you have to vet out and you have to continue to vet out. Now, I'm not saying this is, this is an overnight deal because last year the Broncos proposed something like this. And so you just, you just have to continue to think about these potential, you know, all the potential what ifs um, before you, you vote something in. And what I worry about about this because it's unique because of Corona, right? You're going to have a league meeting and you're going to have votes taking place with one person from every club. And you're not going to have the same conversation. You're not going to have the same dialogue that you have at a normal league meeting. All right. Because at a normal league meeting, you have two members from each club during those, those voting sessions. And they're typically somebody from ownership and, and the head coach for the most part when it's a football deal. 
and you'll get, and I've been in the, they've been in that room and I've sat there in the front of the room and I've watched it all play out and they'll, Rich McKay, the, the head of the competition committee, will explain the rule proposal. Um, I, as the head of officiating, would talk about some different things that, that we felt were relevant. And then it would be open up for discussion. And, you know, Mike Tomlin could get up and speak. Or, or John Harbaugh could get up and, or speak. Or Stephen Jones could get up and speak. That's not going to happen on this call. Right. This is going to be for the most part, it's either going to be the actual owner or the team president. And they're not going to have that discussion. The head coach is the one that's the football, you know, that's going to understand it the most. And uh, and so I just worry about that, that we could end up with a rule change um, and, and again, be dealing with un- unintended consequences going forward because we need something positive because PI review and minority hiring are, are what they are. And do you think, do you think they'll skip that trial again? And instead of trying it in the preseason, going straight in, we're doing this rule for a year. No, This, this vote, the onside alternative, I would, I would hope they'd put it in for one year. You know, yeah. they put it up for a vote for one year and then uh, you know, and it'll, you know, I, I, my gut tells me, I, look, I don't know. I know there was some momentum coming in. I know the league office, there's people at the league office that want this to pass. So when that's the case, it usually gets some legs. Um, my gut tells me I don't, I don't think it's going to get 24, but it could be close. Remember, you need 24 yes votes out of 32, 75% to pass. So we'll let, let me throw out an idea, that. Dean. So, and, yeah. and I want credit for it if it happens. And it's going to sound Go ridiculous, but if you really think about it, it's a great idea. Implement it in e-gaming. Because those kids find every way to manipulate anything in those games and if there's a way to manipulate the clock or or a flag or whatever they'll find it out so let's work with madden let's work with ea yeah and we'll work with madden to implement these things and then we can see all the unintended consequences play out on madden i can't tell if you're being facetious or if you're serious because i'm dead serious like it would work because now in the with the esports the games count like it matters people are betting thousands of dollars on this stuff like it's a real I, uh, deal. Yeah, I I think uh, I'm all for it. Let's go. Let's do it. That can be the training ground. Um, I think we should try player safety rules in Madden. Then let's see. You know what? What player safety? We don't. We don't want those. We don't want those stop, digital stop, players stop, stop. to be at, at unnecessary risk. We want to Joe's idea. Remember, come up with one great idea from virtual concussions <laughs> and virtual ACLs. So I agree. Okay, thank you. My favorite, my favorite video game injury was was it was NHL '93. Yes. I think I think they, they might have taken the blood out in '94, but '93 when yeah. you could hit the guy and then he'd fall on the ground and the blood would just pool on the ice. Remember they did it? It was on swingers. That's swingers, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was that though insane. Such that, that was a great scene in Swingers too. He's like, wait, look at look at little little Wade's head bleed here for Super Fan number ninety nine. <laughs> so let's let's move on to some other rule proposals. Yeah. So here here's one. Look, they're, they're always right. We got to get a player safety rule change in. This is this is probably the the least impactful player safety rule change in a hundred years. This this is they're giving the kick returner defenseless. This is the last pandemic. Sorry. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so so yeah. During the Spanish flu, the 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 forward pass was was outlawed. But so they're giving a kick returner. So I'm a punt returner, right? And the rule said that 
I was protected under the defenseless player rule. I couldn't be forcibly contacted in the head or neck area, and you couldn't lower your head and initiate forcible contact with the helmet to any part of my body. I was protected until I actually caught the ball. A receiver who's trying to catch a pass is protected until they catch the ball and have the ball long enough to protect themselves. So it's a little bit longer. So we're basically making the receiver, the protection the receiver gets and giving that, extending that to the kick returner. Well, guess what? That's how it's been officiated for as long as I can remember, right? For as long as I can remember, if a kick returner caught the ball with two feet and then got blasted in the hair neck area, we had three flags down. All right, because that was a hit on a, on a defenseless player. So we're just making how the rule has been applied. We're making the rule book basically be in line with that. So, so not a significant change, but we'll create that player safety. We're adding the player safety. So if we can get the onside alternative and we can get the, 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 the kick returner added to defenseless. We've got some positives that we can then we can put together, put that press release out, and we can win that press conference. So, you know, because, look, Sky Judge isn't happening, right? That's not going to be – you might get a preseason experiment. There's two types, right? Booth umpire, um, senior techni- technical advisor to the referee, the star. Um, we'll probably have a, a preseason experiment, but guess what? When the games count and there's a big pass interference call missed, or there's something else that a sky judge or a star or a booth umpire could help fix, the rules are going to say that, no, that's not allowed. And, and, and so, again, we're going into the season 2018 style, and we all know what happened in 2018 in the NFC Championship game. We ended up with PI review. It's like we're going full circle. And sometimes I worry that, that you know, we sit there and we say we failed, we failed, we failed, and then we do the same shit. And somebody's got to step up and figure it out. And, you know, I don't know. It's not me, but whatever. Um, get a little fired up there. Um, so <laughs> Travis got all excited about Jason Whitlock now is I didn't see it, Travis. And I guess this was this on speak for yourself. Yeah. About, and Travis was like, Oh my God. In his Travis voice that whenever Travis sends me a text message, I do the, <laughs> the white guy. Vo- I'm like, Hey dude, Oh my God, this is so cool. Jason Whitlock had a, had a rule proposal, you know, that would be. So Travis explain what Jason's idea was. Or what you believe Jason was Jason's idea. Yeah, so what I thought Jason's idea was inside two minutes, if the offense didn't gain a yard, the clock would stop. Then, you know, this would mean that victory O kneel downs would essentially be uh, null. You, you couldn't run out the clock with it. And then you said uh, you shot it down. I think it's a no, cool I'm idea. I'm not shooting it down. Oh, I'm not okay. shooting it oh. down. Okay, yeah. Um, so it wasn't not, Whitlock's idea. But, but that's but that's that was the arena league for uh, okay. however many years the arena league was in existence. So it's uh. not you're not you know you're not it's it's not sliced bread. It's just okay. it's it's well, well it's most of these most of these rules have been tried in all these other leagues, and then the leagues disappear. Yeah, People like me stuff. who didn't watch the arena football league. I'm sorry, you know I I don't I don't remember that. But but you who is the rules guru, that's why I come to you with these things. Exactly. Gives us stuff to talk about. But I'm glad that they're ta- having the discussion and they're thinking of things to to kind of fix. You know, that was something we talked about at the XFL. We went through. Um, we ultimately landed on the five second hold on place. Uh, you know, inside of two minutes. But we talked about that. You know, the arena league where you had to. You, you know, if you don't gain yardage, the clock is going to stop, and, and so it incentivizes teams to to attempt to gain yardage. It eliminates the kneel down altogether because there's just there's no there's no benefit to it um and and clock rules are interesting you 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 want to 
the whole goal, when you look at clock rules, right, it's to conserve plays in the critical juncture of the game because um, if you can conserve plays, then you get you give the offense that's behind the opportunity. Um, more plays means more opportunities to come back, and more opportunities to come back means closer games, more exciting finishes, and that's what that's what we want. And so that's why, look, the onside alternative, I, I'm not opposed to the concept. I just think it's gimmicky. Um, I think it comes with a whole host of problems. And look, this isn't – when you talk about player safety, nobody knows. Nobody – there's no – they have not vetted out all the data, the injury data, to say that a fourth and 15 play is more, is, is more safe than an onside kick. Nobody knows. So it's just – you can't sit there and say this is a player safety change. And, and look, the onside kick – the chance is there. Look, when you when your team's behind and they're lining up for an onside kick, are you not do you not get excited? Does that is that not a play that that excites you? Hey, I know it's it's like it's like Joe back in the day when he saw the girl that was way out of his league, and and you'd see Joe like go like go for it, like go up to her. We knew the chance was was minor, very <laughs> little. So excited, very, but we're excited for him, right? That's we're excited. He's got a less less than ten percent chance to make this happen, but we're excited. And then when the ten percent hits, it's the it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> like it's it's amazing. But you know, that's, you, that's that's just me. That that's just just how I think. It's like going to Vegas and think you're going to win at the casino or something, right? Just stick with Dean's analogy. Thanks, Trev. Exactly. Well, I was just trying to segue to the next segment where we're, we're going to talk about we're Vegas. Going to break. We're going Vegas. to break. Vegas opening back up. Yes, there you go. We'll do that after break. All right. <laughs> Next on Good Calls, Vegas Vegas Travis will talk to us all about Sin City. <laughs> what's coming up next? If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required. Actor portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. 
That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. All right, we're back on Good Calls. Before the break, Travis was all excited. He was telling us about Vegas and Vegas is open up. I don't know if you know this about Travis, but he like he goes to Vegas like once every, I don't know, six years. But when, he goes, but when he goes, it's like balls out. Like there's no stopping him. So we, we started nicknaming him Travis, Vegas Travis, okay, VT. So VT, <laughs> tell us what's happening with Vegas. Some of that's true. Some of that's from a past life about Vegas Trav. I think the last time I was there, I was with my wife. We stayed at the South Point. You guys probably never even heard of that. It's a, it's a family establishment. <laughs> The only Any, Travis. Anyway, only Travis. anyway, only Travis is like, remember, remember my our trip to, to Vegas, honey, at the South Point and the, the buffet. How oh, those those you crab legs, those you crab legs so were to shrimp. die for, honey. They had acoustic music, but the yeah. at the pool, it was so and nice. The, Dollar beers, it was the, lovely. The Jimmy Buffett band, the tribute <laughs> band. Oh my, honey, we got to go back. That well, sounds nice. Ten, that sounds real. That was, year, wild, that was one wild weekend. <laughs> our 10-year anniversary. We'll go back. Joe's over there. Me Joe's and Joe over there. Are, like, throwing the up. Rhino. And... <laughs> 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 All right. All right. So what, what is Vegas? And then let's get to the match. Anyways, boxing's uh, going to resume in June. They've, they've set some dates for June 9th. Uh, but no fights. fans, correct? No, no fans. fans. Yeah, five fights at the MGM. No fans. So they're, they're taking the... Uh, the same approach as the UFC moving forward. Getting some so does that mean the UFC? Range. The UFC can't be far behind back in Vegas. I mean, I'm sure they like, um, you know, having the control, right? They've been having it in Orlando, but God, I, I would hope they'd want to get back to Vegas as soon as possible. Yeah, you'd think so. I mean, the, the fights were fine in, in Florida. They, at, at this point, it's like if no fans can be there. Jacksonville, that's right, not Orlando, Jacksonville, yeah. If, um, if no fans can be there, what, what difference does it make though, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, but okay, the the match, I the the Brady Mickelson Manning Woods match. I I watched. I didn't watch the beginning. I forgot it was on. Actually, I was with the kids, and then I watched the last. I guess like the last four or five holes. Um, it was fine. I, yeah. I I guess I missed all like the funny stuff because the last four or five holes they were just playing golf. Like hmm. they were. I like the pace. They were going quick. It was raining. Um, you know, I thought it was like, I thought it was well-produced. Um, it was interesting. I like Charles Barkley, you know, being on it. I thought Justin Thomas was interesting as the on, you know, the, the basically on the course reporter uh, and just the interaction. But I mean, it was fine. And I'm not a golf fan and it was fine. I, I enjoyed it. And, you know, they, they were hitting good shots. Like Peyton and, and Brady didn't, I know, I guess Brady kind of, stunk it up early on yeah the front nine he was pretty yeah bad. but i guess you know when it counted they were they were fine like they're they're good golfers like they're you know i, I don't 
I don't golf, so I don't know, but they were, it, it was fine. I, I didn't, you know, it wasn't the greatest thing, but I had like people are, you know, today I feel like any, any live sports, um, is like, you remember the Eddie Murphy, remember the Eddie Murphy bit when I think it was raw when he, he talked about, he talked <laughs> about not having, like, you're not having sex for a while and then it's the best sex you've ever had. And he's like, if somebody throws you, he's like, if you starving and somebody throw you a cracker, you can be like, God damn, that's the best cracker I've ever had. <laughs> right? I feel like that's how we are with live sports right now. Right. It's like, everything is, Oh my God. Remember the, the Mickelson, Brady, blah, 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 live, whatever. That's why I think this last dance actually sucked and people just like it because of what's going on right now. I thought we put that one to bed last week. Ooh, the fallout though. With the the last dance fallout. Think about it. Think about what's been happening. Pip Scotty Pippen is pissed. Horace Grant is pissed. Scotty Burrell is pissed. All these Craig Hodges, all these former bulls are pissed because how this this put they showed Jordan in this light. They said that, oh, he was so, you know, he, he, he was driving, like he would put these guys in their place. And these guys are like, no, people would go back at him, but they didn't show any of that stuff. The, the pizza of getting, you know, food poisoning. Right. Now they're saying that's not real. You know, like this whole thing, like stop. LeBron, LeBron is better than Jordan. Now. That's <laughs> what it's driven me toward. Jordan said everyone's going to think he was an asshole after watching the documentary. I think only his former teammates think he's an asshole. I don't think anything differently of him. Like, yeah, it's it just, again, it, it, it is what it is. But, you know, speaking of basketball, though, I'm just happy to report that one of my favorites, and Joe and I talked about it over the weekend, Patrick Ewing is out of the hospital. Yeah. He, did have, he did have corona. He's out of the hospital. He's recovering. And so hopefully – you know, everybody, but special, special recovery prayers to Patrick Ewing. That guy was, I still feel bad that he couldn't, oh, they just, just win one. If they win one, if, if Starks doesn't go two for, for whatever it was and two for 17 against the Rockets. And yeah. All right. All right. We, yeah. <laughs> Come get back with us. Get back oh. with us. You were in a good place. Come on. <laughs> okay. What what else is going on? MLB update. Travis, let's get let's go through the majors other than other than uh, football. What, what's MLB. The MLB? Uh, yep. Facilities are starting to open up for individual workouts, so that's that's a step in the right direction. You could have all these guys back in their facilities by um, early June. But that's still going to come down to that that that's I think is still going to be the biggest fight in terms of the revenue share right i think that's still the biggest hurdle obviously the health stuff but yeah players want their full salaries that they were guaranteed and yeah. owners want half of the the revenue so yeah they they have a ways to go i feel like but the i did i did see it was interesting i saw one report look that you could get players if players say i don't feel comfortable and i don't play the leagues, they won't stop them. They at least baseball won't stop them, but they're not going to get paid. So could you imagine like a Mike Trout sitting out because he doesn't feel comfortable and then not getting paid, but the Angels continue to play? Like that would be insane. Like that yeah, would you just have like minor league players come up and play? Is that what you'd have you'd have to feel the roster? Uh, I don't know. You'd have that to would feel have it, such you know? a huge impact on the sports gaming world too. Like that would just be enormous. It would be yeah, because then you'd uh, like. Uh, yeah, it would it would be pretty insane. I so it's going to be interesting like, to see all uh, that. Betters would lose it. Betters would lose it if they're taking the season total overs or hey, I got this team to win that. I mean, it would just that's going to unintended consequences, team. You when you bet, you take those risks, right? That's true. 
True. That's, I mean, injuries true. always happen with those t- types of things too, but we all kind of get that. But this, you take, you take the season over and then Mike, if you take the season over for the angels and Mike Trout blows an ACL in, in, in the third week of the season, guess what? You're screwed. Yeah, right? That's so, that's we, we know that as betters, but if Mike Trout says, you know what? I don't want to play cause I'm scared. I'm going to get a flu COVID-19 flu. That would really be, that would, that would really upset me. The the thing that's great is if you bring up these minor league guys who maybe never got a chance because they're sitting behind Mike Trout and they're never going to get a chance to play, those guys are going to come out and prove something. That's awesome. Here's the positive spin by Travis. Travis, (laughs) Travis, the the motivational speaker, Jim Nelson, who's sitting sitting in the Angels minor league, in the minor league organization, who's been (laughs) sitting behind Mike Trout, who will continue to sit behind Mike Trout until Mike Trout retires. Um, is now going to get his chance, and he's going to be all world. Then, Dean, then he's I mean, going to get traded. About, then he's going to get traded to Dean, another team. Dean, and, think about if Drew Bledsoe would have never got hurt. We could not be watching Tom Brady play golf on Sunday. Guess, <laughs> guess who? Guess who was at the game as the replay official when Drew Bledsoe did get hurt? Hmm? Who, who was Pereira? <laughs> that be. This guy, the Dino, <laughs> the start of the Brady, the start of the Brady era was right in line with the start of the Blandino era. Look what we both accomplished. Congratulations. So, I'm in Arizona with Joe on Sunday, <laughs> and Brady's making millions of dollars playing golf with Tiger Woods. No, I don't think he made Phil any Michaels. money that day. I think they donated. No, when all went, they I donated think, every, yeah, they so donated it, it, they it made donated. 20 million. They See, donated. So you actually it. won yeah. that day. What's that? You actually won that day. Won that day? We okay. got to watch our All kids right, have a good. great time on the water. Days. Fantastic. I have good days. I can't complain. I've I've had a good I've had a good run. I'm happy. All right, let's go. NHL. I like this. They actually approved something. Yeah, last week they approved on uh, let's see here. On their sorry, here I lost my spot here. Last week they approved the NFL or so the NHL 20, 24 team. Conference-based do you have reading? Format. Do you have reading comprehension <laughs> problems, Travis? Is there something you're not telling us? Because sometimes, sometimes I think. Um, here's how, what I think. Sometimes I think you were a special needs child, and you worked your way up to. You this overcame. Point. That's you why you're overcame. so positive. That's why he's such you, the positive guy. You overcame, but every once in a while you slip back because you're like you're squinting. You're like getting real close <laughs> to the screen. Like even when we were doing the, the readings, we were doing the auditions. It was like your acting wasn't great, but your reading was awful. Like what? I I can't see very well. I need to get glasses. And ah, it's, an, it's a problem. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So so NHL right approved a 2014 conference-based playoff format. The future negotiations are going to come. Um, teams, uh, they're now opening the facilities to small groups, right? In early June, June max of six players. That's that's right. And this 24-team format is kind of cool because it gives the four um, leaders in each each division to buy, and then it would be a 16-game or 16-team playoff with five teams or series of five. That- <laughs> He's doing it again. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Travis, we are – <laughs> I, we gotta get this is i'm gonna get like some remedial reading you know classes <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start i don't know like before when you put your eight kids to bed and your wife kiss your wife goodnight 
then you and I are going to do a Zoom and I'm going to read to you, okay? And we're going to go through, we're going to start it like a, you know, Luke is in third grade. He's like, you know, it's like an H or they do letters now. So we'll, we'll start you on like an H and then we'll work our way up. I might need to start earlier than that. All right. So, Very hungry caterpillar. And then book. what the heck is going on with the NBA? Are we going to see NBA basketball it's, ever? It's hard to again? say. It's hard to say. Is they, the NBA done forever? I, I can't Over? imagine they're going to be done. No, there's, there's no official update, but they may have, like there's a report saying there could be a 16 seed playoff format, which, which would be cool because then they would get rid of the, the, um, the, the conferences and they would just factor in the one through 16 throughout the entire NBA. Here's a, it was a struggle just to get that out. It was like, <laughs> Here, have you been drinking? He, have, he had a glass like, of wine today. He told me already. Did you like either that or you? Ha- are you having a stroke? Should we? Should we call nine one one? I I I will laugh with you guys, but I'm not sure what's going on. I think he's. I think you're in his head, <laughs> Dean. He okay. So the NBA, no official, no official update, but they've been talking about sixteen. You know, I heard that Michael play. Jordan was going to bring the league back. He was going to suit up so that the rest of the league would come back in the. Oh the yeah, there you go. <laughs> All we want is more Jordan. That's that's. I'm 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 with Carl Malone on this one. I saw an I saw an interview with Carl Malone. You know, he he declined to to be a part of the Last Dance, and then somebody was interviewing him, and and they were like, um, when you when you hear the words Michael Jordan, what do you think of? And he's like, Michael Jordan, what? Like what? Nothing, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Like, you know, like, I don't think nothing special. And I'm like, damn right, Carl. One thing that was interesting about that show, I know we're, we're past it now, but Carl Malone was huge. He was a giant dude. When you watch him, yeah. When you watch him in that show and kind of compare to everybody else, he was a monster. Carl Malone was a beast. Look, the bottom line is Michael Jordan dominated in an era. If he would have been, if he would have been one era earlier, he would not have dominated. Bottom line. Right. Look, they lost. They got swept by the Celtics two years in a row. Right. They lost three out of four to the Pistons. They never beat the Showtime Lakers. End of story. Hold on. All right. Um, College football, SEC. Are we going to see, you know, are we going to see SEC and and, and Big Ten and these big conferences um, playing football without, uh, you know, some of these smaller conferences having the ability to get back and get back on campus. You know, I know what Travis, the SEC is resuming voluntary student athletes sometime in June. June 8th is what they've approved at this point. So we could see it. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think certainly depending on the States, I think activities might resume. I just don't, I I can't envision college football coming back piecemeal. I, I, I just don't, I don't see that. I can see certain universities, maybe if, if certain universities are not having um, kids on campus and they can't play, but I can't see, you know, a whole conference um, not being able to play football and, and college football, you know, continuing that way. So we'll see. And then, and then very importantly, the, the, the CPBL or, or Chinese professional baseball league, your your Rocketoon monkeys lost two in a row, Travis. Panic yeah. time? Uh, yeah, maybe. Like my reading skills, it's slipping. You know, like <laughs> they uh, they're they're falling apart. Maybe you know they're Who still knows? they still got they still got a four game lead in the win column, but losing two in a row, you know, that's 
I think I think it's time to panic. I think the Rakuten monkeys might be might be in trouble. It's a fall from grace that nobody wanted to see, right? No, I mean, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm not sure. How many games did they play? About, I didn't think much about CPBL until <laughs> Corona, but yeah. How many games did they play, and how like, how many they have left? Do you know? Do, do I need to go back to my PowerPoint from three weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, That's I can't remember. My reading comprehension is no good. It's. I think it's like an 80 game season. Um, okay. I uh, could be. That, that's just from memory. I don't have it up. Um, and then, lastly, before we take a break, Nationals revealed their World Series rings. Did you see? Did you see the design? Let me read it. Well, I saw the story, so I pulled up uh-huh. what I believe is the ring. Okay. So, do you want to describe it, Travis? Are you feeling okay? <laughs> I'm not really, I'm not really the, uh, oh, wow. Oh, now I'm looking at it. It's got baby shark on the inside. Yes, What's up with that? Okay. So here, here you go. Oh that, that's gosh. what, that's okay. That's so bad. you have, thank you. So, so you have, this is, this is the details of the ring. So it has the cursive W logo, logo has 30 rubies, which represents the 30 runs that they scored in their four world series game victories over the Astros. Okay. Oh, cool. That's cool. Cool. Surrounding the Nationals logo is a ring of 32 sapphires, which is the sum total of the team's 2019 walk-off wins, shutout wins, longest winning streak, and postseason rounds. Okay? All right, cool. Additional 108 diamonds symbolizing the team's 105 regular season and postseason wins, plus one for the World Series championship and two more in a nod to the franchise's history, the Expos, and the previous version of the Washington Nationals. Okay, great. There are 12 rubies on each end, the team's total number of postseason wins. Great. Cool. The ring also depicts some of Washington, D.C.'s most iconic landmarks with the Roman numerals MMVT placed within the Capitol building to represent the year, 2006, that the Lerner family purchased the franchise. Awesome. Words fight finished are featured prominently in Diamonds, which was something um, that they had They're kind of a team motto, stay in the fight. Um, appearing along the ring palm is the team's mantra, go one, go one, zero every day. But the interior of the ring includes a symbol of a shark holding the commissioner's trophy in honor of outfielder Gerardo Pyra's walk-up song, Baby Shark. What the flup is that? Baby lot, Shark. A lot, really? lot of stuff going on in, in those rings. Baby Shark? I know, I know Travis knows what that is. give an an homage to something with the Expos. You couldn't do the baby shark as part of your your ring. Well, at least they put it on the inside of the ring so you don't have to look at it. Um, but I, it's the baby that's, shark. That's, that's bad. Like that that song's so annoying. I will not. My five year old doesn't not, even like the baby. I will shark. not let my daughter listen to it. No, she she does. She stopped asking for it because I'm like, no, you're not listening to that. It's that's it's ridiculous. If you want to have kids that read like I do, let them listen to Baby well, Shark. Yeah, hopefully you, hopefully your wife is the one teaching your kids because I don't want a couple of illiterate, illiterate kids like you are. All eight. Of them. All right, let's go to let's go to break. When we come back, when we come back, we'll talk. Is the three-second rule dead after the pandemic? Next on Good Call. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, 
and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required. Actor portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. All right, we're back on Good Calls. All right, I have a serious, serious important question. Um, where This is a rules podcast. I'm a rules guy. I want to ask you guys, after the pandemic... After everything that, that's happened, when this is all said and done, is the three-second rule over? Are you sure it's not the five-second like rule? Review, like PI review, is it dead? Isn't it the five-second rule, Dean? You're talking about the one where so you, drop, the, you drop food on the floor? It's, some people say five. If you look in the Urban Dictionary, it's three. I've used both. Let's just, let's just call it the three-second rule okay. for purposes I'm just making sure that you're discussion. not talking about the three seconds in the key that Patrick Ewing used to always exploit no 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 no. we're not talking about that okay but but is the concept dead not to me not to me i'll eat that shit i mean certain in there's certain places if you drop something you're not going to pick it up but that's but you gotta apply prior to to the rule yeah right you can look at the rule book the rule book is made up of of sections articles and in each article you could have notes you could have um exceptions there's exceptions right if 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 you're at a gas station bathroom, right? Of course. The, the the three second rule doesn't. Whatever hits the floor, it's over. It's done, right? And if you do that in any public bathroom, you're disgusting, and you probably, I don't know, you probably shouldn't. I don't even know. I don't even know what what you should do or shouldn't do. But a normal, you know, you're at work, 
or you're at home and it hits the floor, are is any are you not are you not adhering to the three second rule because of you're worried about now the germs that could cause? So I think what's going to happen is <clears throat> I think all of these rules are going to have this very strange path to becoming live again. Just for instance, we all we all hung out this weekend, a bunch of us, and I know you know before pre COVID you see you know, one of our friends, Hey, what's up? You give him a hug. Now people are like, I don't know really what to do. Are you cool with me hugging you? Are we doing the elbow bump? What are we doing? And I think that all those types of rules are going to kind of, people are going it's to take so shape of awkward. that. Awkward. The end of the Mickelson deal, the match, did you see them? They didn't know what to do. It was like a, it was like a, a fist bump, yeah. elbow, Nobody knows what they're doing kind anymore. of thing. I just go in for the hug. Screw it, dude. Let's, just let's just go in for the hug. I'm fine. So I, you know, Travis, nice to see you. I'm giving you a big hug. Travis, I have a really so. Well, as long as it's been as long as it's been two weeks since you hung out with Joe, he he seems to. <laughs> Travis is yeah. Joe has his own rules. So but here's three a, here's second a, rule. Okay, three second rule is not dead. All right, good. Travis. Here's so, a funny story from from the weekend. We were all sitting on the back of our buddy's porch, and he's got the Hey Google thing, <laughs> and somebody said, Hey Google, who, who is Dean Blandino? And it says, Dean Blandino is the ex XFL head of officiating. <laughs> we, it's, that's true. That was the first thing that came it was up. The first thing that came that up. The and then it, and then we were we all started laughing because it didn't say anything about the NFL. And then we redid it, and then it actually did say, and the former vice president. What's well, the most recent thing that's happened to me? The the I'm the ex head of officiating for the XFL. So. Um, I was really hoping also, you would say in charge of the Joe, Good Calls podcast would have been cool, but apparently. Joe was Joe was shut down. Joe has Joe's like competitive guy, right? And there was these younger kids, these kids that are, uh, you know, in their twenties or even younger. One kid was going to Arizona State to play football. In and uh, Joe, you know, Joe thinks he could be an NFL tight end if he were four inches taller. So Joe, of course. Um, decided that he was going to run some routes and, and and he said this kid couldn't stop him. I didn't see it. I just heard about it. But Joe thinks it was clearly defensive holding or illegal contact. And that's why he didn't catch the pass. That's Without why question. And it was a t- terrible pass. Okay. So, so Joe's like the diva receiver that because he didn't catch the pass, it was the quarterback's fault and it was the official's well, fault. Well, first of all, the pass was... Nobody would have caught the pass. Secondly, the dude shoved me down about eight yards downfield. Like shove this guy was I was he was so big, Travis, I was calling him fake Gronk. He was all tall and buff. And and still I was gonna get I went right past him and then he shoved me down. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Well, I told him I said, listen, but there was a there was a controversy. Joe cheated. We what's the name of that game, Joe? Which game? The frisbee game. The frisbee game. I don't know the name of it. It's I think it does have a name, but I don't know. It's you throw you throw a it's, frisbee at a PVC. It's some Travis. You would love it because it's some super white people shit. It's a fun game. Like, you it loved is, it. Get over. You love that. I game. do. I I do. I like the game, but Joe and and um, how did I cheat? This is news cheated. to me. You put too much water in the can. Oh my god! Okay. You're really going there. Yeah. So it's like two PVC pipes. You put uh-huh. the pipe. In the in the water in the sand, okay. And you put a beer can on top of the PVC pipe. You put some water in it so the wind doesn't blow it over, right? And they're like, I don't know, 
15 feet apart, 20 feet apart. And you have two people on each team and you have a Frisbee and you play to 21 and you throw the, you have to have a, a can in your hand, you know, any kind of beverage can. Um, and you throw the Frisbee and you have to knock the other team's can off into the water. You can hit the pipe or you can hit the can itself. The other team has to catch your Frisbee if it doesn't hit the pipe or the can. You can catch the can out of the air before it hits the water. And the way you score points is the team doesn't catch the Frisbee, that's one. You hit the pipe and the can hits the water, that's two. You hit the can and it hits the water, that's three. And you play to 21. Sounds fun. You, you know, it is fun. And who was on your team, Joe? I, I forget. It was you Esteban. and... Uh, yeah. So they they basically... We beat them the first game and they were all upset. And That's not then, true. We no, they won beat the, first, us the game. first game. They beat us the first game and they were like, the, they were beating everybody and they were the champs and blah, blah, blah. And then me and this guy, Ed, came in. Like, I played the game once in my life and we came in and just dominated them, like, beat them like bad. Okay. And so Joe was all upset. And then we had the rematch and they won, but they cheated because they filled their can up with so much water. Even if you hit the pipe, it wasn't falling. Ah, so sounds pretty sketchy. There's not yep. actually there. That's a judgment call. There's not like an actual percentage of the can that can be full. And by the way, you guys, that's we fine. smoked you guys. It wouldn't even. It, you could have put no. It, no, it was a good game. There was some high level stuff going on. Right it there. was a high level game. <laughs> I will give you that. You you played that game well. I'd love um, to know what it's called. Yeah, I'll get the name for you. And I think I, we might, maybe we should have Dean write like an official rule book for that game. I think that might not be a bad idea. Come up with a name and I'll write the rules. All right. Let's do it. I want to play. Oh, and, and then well, just about hearing the, about that game, I guarantee I'll beat both of you at it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a game I think Travis would, he's, like I said, it's a, it's, it's, it's a white. It's a very white game. Travis likes white people stuff. But but Travis and, wouldn't make it because you're in the sun, and he would be sunburnt 15 minutes into the, the game with that. No, he definitely. I would have sunscreen or layers he, on. Yes, that's one true. Of those rash guard he, he, shirts he, on. Tra- Travis would need <laughs> the right. Shirt. He would need the right the right gear. Long yeah. sleeve rash guard. Yes, one of those I Steve can just Irwin totally hats. see him. <laughs> he had to water tell. shoes he'd be in a he'd be in a, he, yeah he'd be in a, in a exactly all right so um as mad good, suits are in right now anything good you guys are watching i watched watch that i watched lovebirds the other night on netflix it's a it's a new movie out that was supposed to go to theaters and i'm glad it didn't go to theaters because i would have been disappointed if i had to pay money for it it was entertaining a bit but who's in it God, what's it's that that dude from uh, I'm, tr- I'm blanking on the name um, Silicon Valley. The uh, is is he the Indian guy? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. What's his name? He's in there. He's great. And then there's a there's a a, a, a <laughs> black comedian. She's in. I can't remember her name. She was good too. Jesus, but Jesus, Travis. I mean, you like, <laughs> learn somebody's name. I just, like, I, why I, you just you just name the you know the Indian guy and then this black comedian. And there's, you know, who's next? This Asian chick. Like, what? Travis, what are you doing? I, I can't remember their names. I, I'm sorry. Is the I was doing the, I was doing the best I could. Unbelievable. You know what I've been watching, Dean? Is um, It's Detail on ESPN+. And oh, yeah, you told me about Kobe, that. You Kobe that. Bryant. 
created it or whatever, and he started with basketball. They got Daniel Cormier on there breaking down different fighters. Super interesting. Mm-hmm. Really cool to watch if you're a fight fan. Daniel Cormier is really smart. He obviously, you know, he's, he's the, he does commentary. He did it for when we when he was with us at Fox Sports and now ESPN and, and, and does it um, UFC fights. And, uh, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, just definitely. in case you don't know, Trav, it's, uh, Daniel Cormier is the, the big black dude that fights and beats people up, just so you know. That's how Travis would yeah. do it. Know. I know which guy you're, t- I know which guy you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Unbelievable, <laughs> Travis. Unbelievable. All right. Um, let's, let's go to Brayda Blandino. Worst times to sneeze. Worst times to sneeze. Now. Okay. Anytime now. I, you know, you're I thought that people. was appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Appropriate one. So I'm not thinking about that yet, sneezing. But think about, okay, so I was brushing my teeth and I sneeze. Does that ever happen to you? No. When you brush like your teeth. Time. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> you spray toothpaste all over the mirror. It's awful. So it got me thinking, like, what are some other t- what are some other bad times to sneeze? When you are first, first meeting kiss, someone, going in for a first kiss, it's <laughs> a good one. That's a good one. When you're eating, like in the middle of a chew or a bite, what would be bad food to sneeze? Soup would soup. be bad. Soup would obviously, be, yeah. You know, you know what would soup really would be, be bad? Really bad. bad foods to sneeze would be um, like sushi because you'd have rice and raw fish just fly all over the place. Oh, oh, and possibly some wasabi what? and ginger, depending on your style. Of that eating. would be bad, and the and the wasabi would make you sneeze. What what else? What would be another bad time to sneeze during? I guess uh, two thousand and twenty, right? And Number one is, answer is that going to be the thing now when everybody does get back and somebody sneezes and you don't like people? You're going to have to be so over the top when you cover like you are literally going to have to have like throw up a windscreen when you sneeze, right? When you're around people and you sneeze, are you going to feel comfortable not doing going over the top? Imagine being in coach in the middle of seat, in the middle seat after this and sneeze. Oh, that'd be horrible. How much are you is the, like, are is you gonna, the are wait, you like this? That's the question. Is the middle seat dead? Forget about the five second rule. Is the middle seat gone? I don't know. I don't know. If they, I looked if they for a flight safe, today. I can't see airlines giving up those seats. I looked for a flight today that was regularly five hundred bucks, twenty one hundred dollars. What's going on? I thought they were supposed to be cheap. For a flight? Yeah, Costa Rica. Oh God! And, uh, yeah, yeah. The well, only got a birthday coming. I want to. I, I want to do something. Any other bad times to sneeze? Come on! <laughs> How, <laughs> I think we're all thinking it. <laughs> I Travis, said, what do you think? Yeah. He said, yeah, he said during sex, which could bring us to our other story of that we had talked about this week on text message. About the oh. sex dolls. <laughs> oh. oh, I thought you were talking about the, the text message, the other text message that we got that we read this weekend. I don't no, know about this. Yeah, text what message. happened? They put blow up dolls in the stands at a Korean baseball game. It, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like, it, and the reason they got in trouble for it is because it's not a spon- It's not a sanctioned sponsor. So they were they were saying the name the names of the they had signs with the names of the dolls. So that's why they got in trouble. They probably would have gotten in trouble. The names like. Like the company, who made, like, no, like the company who made the company who made them. <laughs> yeah, this is cinnamon up here, and this is Veronica, and this yeah. is what? So the company, so they, 
Like, I get it. Look, where are you going to get fake people? Where are you going to get a lot of fake people on short notice? Hmm? Right? That seems logical to me. Just, I just don't promote them, I guess. Just don't promote them? Don't put them... Did they put them in, like, weird poses? Or were they just, like, normal fans? They were just normal fans. Because I can understand if they had, like, you know, legs behind their back and stuff like that. That's <laughs> I mean, you could get, like, idea. mannequins, but pro- blow-up dolls are probably cheaper. That's what I said. Where are you going to get cheap, fake people on the quick? Blow-up dolls. Boom. <laughs> it was a great idea for a while. Right? Was- you know... I, you know there are people that have used blow-up dolls to, to use the HOV lane. You know that's happened. Oh, right? You know what I did? Well, I didn't use a blow-up doll, but I put a baby seat, and then I took a like a you know a ch- child doll, put it in the car seat. Booyah. Yeah. Let's huh. go. Speeding down. That, but now that I have a Tesla, I don't really need, a, a, need that anymore. I got the stickers. Wow. We haven't talked about the Tesla in so long. Yeah. I feel like the missing... Well, because isn't Elon Musk, like, leaving? Isn't he... Isn't he moving everything to Texas or something? Texas or there's one other um, one other place. He's looking at two places. But I might actually might be selling the Tesla. So anybody out there wants what? a really nice Tesla? That's some lucky. There's some lucky person out there in the world. I'll give it's you. Gonna Joe, it's going to get Joe Madrid's Tesla. It's Travis, sell the Travis. I've been thinking about getting I'll a Hyundai Santa Fe for a new instead. Car. And I'll put my Range Rover tires on it. It's already got tires. Let's do it. Bronze. What's the asking price? Whatever the payoff is. I'm a right, gold we'll, man. We'll work out a deal. We'll work out a deal offline. I'll broker the deal. Let's All right. Do it. This has been Good Calls with Dean Blandino. Please follow me on Twitter at Dean Blandino and Instagram at Dean.Blandino. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Rules Podcast and be sure to rate our podcast on the iHeartRadio app and on Apple Podcasts. Good Calls with Dean Blandino is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.